Hello, hello, hello to everyone who is listening. Delhi Passenger Responsible Travel Podcast has returned with the third season on the occasion of Christmas. And to thank you all, I have written a poetry that I will be reading in a while. But before that, I would like to share a fact. I was recently reading that most podcasts stop producing after season 1 and average length of a podcast is only 12 episodes after which they don't record anymore. I have now completed 3 seasons and 55 episodes. I had given up because I am unable to buy new equipment and uh, uh, running after <laughs> potential guests is a little painful. But uh, then Spotify released a yearly stat that I realized that my podcast was being listened in around 12 countries so i decided to come back to give you guys more and in the end now here is a small poetry we are here in the third season i have continued recording and you are the reason <laughs> i don't remember words that rhyme with season but i promise i'll write a longer one later Anyways, I am starting the third season with a topic that I was I was looking a guest for since a long time. Anjali has been a long-term volunteer at various places and she will be sharing her experience of volunteering at Orwell. So, let's welcome her and get this episode started because right now my neighbors are screaming a lot. Hi Anjali welcome to Delhi Passenger Responsible Travel Podcast Hello thank you So Anjali before we start uh, as a ritual or tradition for this uh, podcast I would like to know a little about you and what do you do So I am a software engineer by profession but I have stopped doing that now so I now I am just volunteering and traveling around and uh, on the basis of the experiences that call out to me so currently i am living in kerala at an ashram where i am practicing yoga and meditation so uh, how has been your journey uh, as an engineer to a traveler and to something that someone who likes to contribute to the traveler tra- traveling has been so far Yeah as an engineer like I was at finished college and you know like started working it was a very different lifestyle and I I was living the corporate life and doing all those things but there was this quest in me to explore more and travel more which I feel like it's it's there in our generation in general so more people would like to travel more these days So yeah, I started with that, and slowly and slowly, I like while traveling, I figured out the different kind of things which I like to do and don't like to do, and like eventually by exploring many things, I came to this that okay, this is my thing right now, and I can move on to something else next. Yeah, so as an engineer and working in that corporate life, I just felt like I'm doing things for myself, and even though I'm earning money and uh, living a very lavish lifestyle i was not really happy or satisfied because i just felt that what do i do with this money i can't like you know i don't have the time to spend it really because i have to ask ask my boss for the leave and as you grow 
uh, like uh, into the corporate ladder you get more responsibilities and it's even more difficult to get leave and all and i didn't like the fact that i have to ask someone or like you know to ask for time to do something which i want and also i felt that majority part of my day is going into doing something which i don't resonate with so it was a difficult decision of leaving the job and taking that call because i did not have any idea of how i would be financially sustaining myself in future so but i took the leap of faith and i thought okay i have some savings for now and i will figure out on the way like i have skills i am educated and i am first like most importantly i am willing to work hard and that's i think the most somebody can anybody needs to just uh, do what they feel like doing so i believed in myself i guess that's the smallest gist of it um so yeah so after quitting the job i started exploring like i was into photography at that point and exploring like meeting travelers while you know related to interest in photography and uh, um, then just traveling around like to places like hampi or gokarna like doing short trips in the beginning so that i get more comfortable doing it and exploring because solo travel was like the comfort comes as as more and more you do it um yeah so met people on the way and uh, made so many friends and uh, got in touch with so many people and um but i also started this uh, typewriter project in between like that i did for i think almost 2 years it's called the traveling typewriter and uh, because i realized that i i would like to ask more questions to myself and i would like people to ask more questions to be more self reflective in their lives because i felt that okay many people are just living their lives without thinking what they are doing and they're just going on without having any sense of what they are doing so yeah that this was a small you know step forward i guess uh, in my journey and then uh like busking with the typewriter at different places meeting other people again new people and then i did yeah like one thing leads to another and it's just made my faith in the universe stronger uh in the way that in a way that you know um we at least i felt this that being in a like living in a city and being surrounded by people who are just constantly using you for some work or something you know like you take this from me i give this to you like a barter system and give and take you just stop thinking of kindness at all like completely and you forget that you can be kind and people can be kind to you and what travel did to me was remind me that kindness exists because people on the way were kind to me in different ways during my travels and uh, that made me believe in in people and in the fact that okay i i should keep doing what i'm doing which is like following my heart and just going one step ahead again um one after the other so yeah started with that and um after that as i mentioned 
I don't remember if I mentioned right now, but yeah, then I volunteered at a school in Ladakh. So uh, that that felt very fulfilling to just like be at a village in the outskirts of Ladakh and where they have almost zero facilities and be able to connect with the kids there and be able to teach them. It was such an honor. And uh, like the happiness just kind of kept on growing as and as, as I gave more and more of what I had, which was just knowledge. And uh, yeah, so that and then, uh, yeah, then I thought, okay, I'll travel down to South because I had not explored much of South India. Then I hopped, like uh, stumbled upon uh, Auroville. And then there I found a place where I could be there for a long time, you know, like I had so much to learn and so much to give. So, um, yeah, so I ended up uh, being at this reforestation project and in Auroville for a long time. But yeah, I think this is something that most of us who are listening to this episode would resonate. So, by the way, uh, since you have been a software engineer, do you still do coding or tech? independent projects while volunteering uh no i have not really coded after my job <laughs> so relaxing that you are not uh, depended on uh, your previous skill to uh, sustain uh, whatever uh, you are doing right now <laughs> yeah i mean i have freelanced as a writer as a photographer after i quit my job but i didn't freelance as a coder that's stressful for me yeah yeah i can understand i can understand uh, by the way, what was Traveling Typewriter? Traveling Typewriter was kind of a happiness project of mine, which was in which what I did was I would sit with my typewriter at any random place I traveled to, maybe in a cafe or on the street or anywhere. And uh, I would put a message saying, messages, you know, a placard saying that you're invited to type or messages for strangers so like it would catch people's eye and they would come to me and ask me what it is that's how it literally went and the the procedure or the project was that you can like any stranger can come and leave a question on the typewriter and they can answer any question left by another stranger from previous time so it was an ongoing chain of questions and answers because uh, and my intention behind it was uh, to ask more questions and be more reflective and also to, uh, like sometimes, you know, we have some questions in our mind and who knows, somebody else might have an answer to that and might add another, another perspective to it by answering it. So the intention was these two things and like when some question was answered, I would put it on Instagram for people to see, okay, who answered your question or what was the answer to it that somebody answered. So yeah, it, it generated a lot of conversations and people really liked it. It made them think, which was my idea. So coming to my next question, uh, I would like to know what has been the experience of volunteering, the volunteer travel uh, for you and uh, uh, what was the most unique part of it till now? The most unique part of volunteer traveling was that I I could connect with the locals and the people more than I would if I was just traveling for a few days or if I would just 
stay in a hostel or you know or or a hotel so that was the major difference i felt that you have more conversations when when i am volunteering at a place i am sharing some work or a purpose with the people living there so that brings me closer to them that that definitely creates a better connection that was a unique experience or difference in that uh, in volunteer traveling so uh, what brought you to pondicherry eventually so at one point i from i am from delhi Uh, originally and at one point i decided that okay I, delhi i don't really like delhi so much so i would just live in bangalore for a while with a friend so i was living in bangalore for around a month or so and that was the time that i felt that okay i should explore south right now while i'm in the south and i have not been to pondicherry and like it's very much and all so yeah that's i had no plans of uh, being in pondicherry for long you know my plan was to just be there for two days and then maybe see horrible one afternoon and then go to kerala because i was just dying to see kerala and but uh, sadly if like things happened differently maybe not sadly but um, yeah the covid thing happened and the lockdown started so i could not get out of horrible also i didn't want to but yeah uh, didn't couldn't go to kerala basically so But I went to Pondi and then to Orissa. Yeah, it has been very intriguing. Like a lot of people want to know how they can volunteer at Pondicherry. What is the process of volunteering? What all, what all aspects are there of volunteering? Share something about like how did you manage to uh, apply and how much time did it take to your application to get approved? And uh, so, what was the what was the process and what one should keep in mind while uh, app- uh, applying? Not all my volunteering like. the different volunteering experiences that i have so i am only asking about pondicherry like uh... yeah though no, i was answering about that only but i was giving context but okay so for pondicherry i didn't really apply anywhere or i didn't know where to volunteer also i didn't volunteer in pondicherry i volunteered in oroville which is very close to pondicherry so uh, why but the process of applying as a volunteer in different places in oroville is uh, like it depends on the community and for the place that i volunteered at you just go there and uh, even if you don't go there like you can apply online they have a very functional website and an email id and even you can call them so but i went since i was in orville i went there and i talked to them and you just say that okay i, I want to volunteer and that's how you start that's it like because volunteering is very common in orville so it's not very it's a it's not a new idea for people there so you just start it's that easy some some communities have a minimum requirement of you know you stay for four weeks or some have maybe two weeks or you know some have no requirement so it's dependent on each community i was volunteering at uh, a reforestation and water conservation project Uh, it's called sadhana forest yeah which is a part of orville uh, so how, how was was your day like while you were volunteering over there hmm a very interesting question because uh, the a regular day at sadhana forest is very different from a usual day um because they have a concept of uh, karma yoga or seva so um and it's a reforestation project so first thing in the morning we wake up 
like it's a community living also so everybody who is volunteering at Padma Forest essentially stays there like you can stay out also but yeah they stay together and they eat together it's a community based living cook together everything so that way it feels like a family so yeah so you wake up at 6 in the morning everybody wakes up right and you meet uh, at a common place do some exercises and stretches for 10 15 minutes and then you start with your first seva which is like first walking shift but it's seva because of karma yoga and uh, yeah so in that you either do some cleaning for the community like breakfast cleaning or you cook for breakfast for the, for the community or uh, other or uh, they have a goshala vegan goshala so there you feed the cows or uh, rest everybody goes to the forest to either plant new trees or water the trees which have already been planted and take care of those trees it's a big forest takes a lot of care so yeah first so 6 am in the morning you wake up then 6 to 8:30 ish or 8 to 15 in the morning you do this all these things then 8:45 is breakfast time so we have breakfast together then 9:45 to 12:15 is the second seva which is the second uh yeah second seva in which uh, you either do cleaning or cooking lunch for the community or uh, taking care of the compound and um, just yeah taking care of the huts and all the maintenance work and then there is lunch at 12:45 pm by the way all the meals are vegan so it's a vegan community and um, at 12:45 pm is lunch then uh, then you're free after that mostly uh, yeah that's the schedule that's the again very something uh, that i haven't experienced because everywhere i have experienced uh, has been in an office like structure so i go there and uh, like whatever whatever the work is supposed to be done i do that work you used to do used to do that work and then like they used to end uh we used to have a couple of field works uh in on certain days or certain weeks but most of my uh, most of the tasks that i used to do was in in, in office setting so yeah i think if someone wants a not office like experience then they should uh, visit volunteer uh, sorry orobil for sure like this is very sure. interesting yeah Uh, especially yeah. if they have like two to four weeks of uh, the time in their hand, then why not? Yeah. In yeah. fact, you can day volunteer at Sadhana Forest, so like you don't have to be uh, at a vacation on a vacation. So there were some volunteers recently who came just for the morning seva because it ends at eight fifteen in the morning. No, so you just wake up early. You come. You do help in the community work. Maybe go to the forest with us. and then you start working at 9 or 10 in the morning when you usually start your day so you can come for like just partial work also it's it's completely fine and you don't have to pay anything for that basically if you are volunteering for a long time then that will take care of your stay and food everything yeah yes definitely if you volunteer for long then yeah nice nice uh, <laughs> maybe i will i will take out time for uh, for this in the oh, new village yeah. uh, so and what was the most uh, challenging part of volunteering at sadna forest the most challenging part of volunteering at sadna forest was maybe huh, 
let me think it's a difficult question because i love everything about being there sometimes it might like since i was there for more than a year a year and a month basically so after you've been there for long you you might feel like it's a bit tiring uh but that happened because uh, we had very few volunteers at certain points of time due to covid because like otherwise the place is full of volunteers like 100 volunteers 200 volunteers so you would always feel the good energy of other people and you know being friends with other people but meeting other people but i think my experience was slightly different than usual because of the time that i was there which was covid time so that was the only challenge i guess like it got tiring after certain point of time because you were not many in number due to covid so it's not sadhana specific i think it's uh, more covid specific otherwise like you have internet there you have uh, uh, you can go out to like hang out at restaurants and you can you have friends and you know you have everything you need basically you should get used to the routine then i don't think that anything could be challenging like I, for me uh, i think uh, the only challenging part of volunteering experiences are uh, the p- points where you have to wake up very early i am not an early riser <laughs> so that is something that i normally avoid <laughs> yeah yeah i so relate to that and it was difficult for me and it it is difficult at points but then exactly what you said when you get used to it then it's okay uh in uh, oroville you were only volunteering at sarna college or did you uh, do did you take other experiences too um i have not volunteered at any other place because i was volunteering full time at sarna and there was so much to do always at sarna so yeah but there are many other places you can volunteer at in oroville any other specific that you have in mind uh let me think uh, I think there is solitude farm all the communities botanical garden uh, even i think african pavilion like there are many many places uh, these are the names which are coming in my mind right now if you go to oroville and you visit the visitor center it's literally called the visitor center it's the it's the first place you'll reach uh, like you can check it out on google maps and they have a very descriptive detailed written information about where you can volunteer and also a person would be there at help desk to answer any of your questions like swaram is also one of the places it's a musical uh, i don't know what to call it but they have musical instruments and they give sound baths and everything so you can volunteer there also if you're into, into music and there is art related uh, studios also so painting if painting is your thing and you want to volunteer there you yeah so it's very very well uh, organized and put up at one place so you can just contact the person where you are interested to volunteer yeah, i think i would like to visit oroville uh, in the future uh, so since you took part in uh, reforestation project so what were the different uh, aspects of it and what did you contribute from your side oh very different aspects uh, so since it's a reforestation project and uh, water conservation project like they practice very conscious living there so the hand washing stations are uh, like you know very different and 
the dishwashing stations and the kitchen also like we cook on rocket stoves which is wood fired so we don't have lpg gas and all those things or electric even we have solar power solar panels for the electricity and uh, um yeah so like learning all those things and how i gave to the community was just like feeding the cows and cooking for the community cleaning taking care of those things and uh planting trees oh how can i forget that like you know planting trees takes a lot of effort you have to take a lot a big uh so like the traditional way of planting a tree is like okay you dig a hole you put a plant or a sapling right and then you just put the soil back and you just plant it but since the land there uh, in sadna forest area is very uh infertile or you know uh, arid so they have a different method of planting trees which is called the mound method and in that you don't just dig a hole and put a sapling in it you dig a big trench and then you make a mound out of that soil that you dig out of the land and after that like it's a whole procedure which is very energy consuming and tiring but after you've done planting one tree you you would feel that okay all that work paid off and you feel good so yeah all these things i did and this is like a very small answer to what i learned there or what i gave to the community like the community gave to me so much also and i if i had time i would have asked about your your other volunteering experiences but since we are running out of uh, uh, like time now so lastly what would you suggest to the listeners who would be interested in volunteering at orwell or anywhere in general i would suggest uh, people to be open minded and i would suggest them to just reach out to people instead of hesitating don't hesitate i would suggest and just talk to people because most people i have met in orville are nice and uh, in the sense that they would be helpful they would like to be helpful so don't hesitate and uh, yeah like visit the place and it's very different from checking out things online and actually visiting so when you visit the place you can explore a lot thanks a lot anjali it was lovely having you here for this episode yeah 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 thank you so much for having me uh, it was really lovely talking to you and uh, yeah i hope uh, we could share more chats in future to our listeners make sure that you connect with anjali on her social media channels uh i am called anjali forest on instagram so a n j a l i f o r r e s Also, make sure that you are following the podcast and my social media channels. I am also on Patreon now. In case you want to fund this and help me buy better equipment, all links are here in this episode's description. This was Anshul, and I was with Anjali, and I will be back with a new episode and a new guest soon. Bye.